0: Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. You can use Podbean, you can use Spotify, iTunes, but thank you again for finding us there or on Dash Radio. You can download the Dash Radio app, search for the Nothing at Net channel. We're there every day at 7 p.m. Also, my new show goes to two hours tomorrow on OnsideRadio.com. Only Five Reasons Sports guests. And we cover more than just the Miami heat, although we will do some heat coverage there as well. Five reasons, sports.com F I V E sports.com. All the latest Miami heat articles from Brady Hawk, the latest on the dolphins, Marlins from David Fernandez, Craig Davis, and more also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. We're finally talking just basketball here, although you can still bet football there, but locally it's just basketball. Ever since I started five on the floor, people ask me for betting tips. Sometimes they go the other direction, but I always get asked who you got the Lakers, the Clippers, the heat, the Celtics. I'll tell you what I tell them where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. So I tell people to bet with my bookie. That's mybookie.ag. My bookies rep is rock solid. They've got the best odds contests and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA related bets, the one sports Book guaranteed to give me the best lines for the national championship college football game, of course, between Alabama and Ohio state on January 11th and on the NFL playoff games. You know, I won't give out my stamp of approval easily, especially something as important as this with money to earn it. You got to be the best at what you do. My bookie is the best sports book out there period. It's simple. Sign up. Use the promo code five on the floor, spell it out f-i-v-e on the floor, get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. That's right. Five on the floor, get it matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. So head over to mybookie.ag if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. And now, today's episode.
1: One, two, three, four,
0: five. On the floor.
1: Welcome to Five on the Floor a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the 5 Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on 5 on the floor. Here's today's floor plan. The game is not even over yet, but it's over. It's been over for a little while, and so we want to get this one out. To everybody quickly also you can check out the post game stream which is being hosted tonight by our guy royal shepherd who's going to join us here on the podcast at some point over the next week as well so check out all the other contributors to five reason sports but i got our core here and i feel like the heat found their core tonight also i got alex toledo you can follow him at tropical blanket and you can follow greg sylvander at greg sylvander so we're not going to dwell too much guys on the win itself the heat needed it They're now three and three. This is the kind of team they should beat like this, a team like Oklahoma city, but we didn't know if they would actually do it. I think we should focus on to me, what was the most important development of the game, which was in the sixth try six games, six different starting lineups. I think Eric Spolster might've found something sustainable and he might've waited for this game to roll it out so that it would get a little bit of confidence going into the back-to-back against Boston. So the starting lineup tonight, Kelly Olynyk inserted as the starting power forward alongside Bam Adebayo, of course, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero in the other three spots and the core four in the rotation behind them and Brady's written articles about this, but it makes sense, Dragic, uh, Achua, Bradley and Iguodala being the core four. Other guys like Akpala, Harkless, none got in later, but that was the core four tonight. Greg Let's start here. Do you like it? And then I'm going to go to Alex on this one. Is it sustainable?
2: Well, definitely like it compared to what we've seen recently with uh, the other their combinations next to Bam up front. I mean, I feel like Olenek had a great game individually, but also uh, compliments Bam out of bio in a lot of in in ways that, that really help him focus on the things that he uh, needs to focus on from a defensive perspective, but let's just not get lost in that. This game, the heat shot 50% from three and mm-hmm. they didn't get out rebounded. And they also didn't turn the ball over nearly at the clip that they have been. So just in terms of like, yes, I think we should absolutely dive into the lineups. Sometimes I don't know what comes first. Is it the lineup that, that brought these numbers or are the numbers making us look at this lineup as something that is um, something that is, you know, something they can use long term?
0: Yeah, I mean, Alex, I mean, that's that's kind of the point. It's kind of a chicken or the egg thing because I think a lot of lineups would have looked pretty good against this team. But the fact that Olenek was such a factor, that 20 to nothing run, he propelled a lot of it in the third quarter. And we've talked a lot about the Olenek-BAM combination that was so effective a couple of years ago. Spolster got away from last year, I think in part because of Kelly's inconsistency. But they've always the played – and injuries, but they've always played well together. Right. So uh, w- tonight was one of the nice, those nights Alex that I looked at it and I was like, okay, we've talked about a lot of possibilities and I know you, uh, we've thrown this one out there on the pod. It's not, it's not like it's totally came out of left field, but like you watched it tonight or I watched it and I was kind of like, okay, why didn't they just go to this before? Like it, yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense compared to sort of forcing Andre Iguodala into play the four in the starting lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the last option that they hadn't really tried out yet. And we mentioned it on the last podcast, and I I think it's sustainable. I think that was, you know, the question you asked earlier. I think it's sustainable. You know, Kelly putting up 19 or whatever isn't sustainable. He, you know, he's going to have a mismatch versus some of these weaker defensive guys on on OKC. And just in general, it's a bad team, whatever. He's still going to be a positive player to me in that lineup. Like, I think it gives him a fifth guy who can shoot, pass, and just kind of keeps the ball moving a little bit. Whereas I think uh, Harkless, Myers, I mean, KZ is obviously inexperienced. They're kind of stiffs on offense so far. And, uh, you know, we saw a lot less of the, those other guys. And we saw more Kelly tonight. I don't, like I said, I don't think he's going to be scoring a lot for you every time. But I think he's going to be a great fit for the, for the lineup in general.
2: Well, and especially when Bam and Jimmy combine for only three turnovers, that helps mm-hmm. out a lot too. <laughs> it's all,
1: all of the things that we talked about yeah. on that last pod. It's very important tonight.
0: Everything that we right, So that's why. And I think, Greg, you're right. Like, I, I don't think we should get too lost in the lineup, although I think projecting forward, that's the most important thing in terms of, you know, what they're going to use going up against Boston. But but you, all the issues we talked about in the last podcast, right. Turnovers, they kept them down tonight. Uh Rebounding. They I mean, look, they made so many shots. I mean, how much did they out rebound them by? They, they, I'm looking at it right now. They were. as we speak. Okay, so, right. And if you look at the rebounding, it was pretty spread out. Um, Nine from Hero, which is becoming a thing, by the way. Hero had seven, nine, and eight tonight. So, didn't shoot well, but close to a triple-double. Adebayo had eight. Duncan had four. Alinek had eight. Butler had three. uh, Precious had seven in just 19 minutes. And, uh, well, I mean, Silva came off the bench and had four. I mean, there's some garbage time stuff going on here. None ended up with eight points in five minutes. But, like, yeah. They out rebounded them. Okay. So we talked about that, but again, that's also chicken or the egg, right? because I mean, they missed fewer shots today than they've been missing. So the other team gets fewer rebounds, but the turnover thing, they kept the turnovers down. I mean, they've been, they've been up, you know, worst team in the league in terms of turnovers. They had the way more
1: coherent, right?
0: The offense was much more coherent. The rotation was more coherent. And then the biggest thing, and I don't want to get too far in the pod without us talking about this was I kept tweeting out today. Look, If Jimmy and Bam are aggressive and Spolcher talked about this in the pregame, he says, we go as, you know, we go through our two best players. And we talked about this on the pregame show on the YouTube channel. If Jimmy and Bam are aggressive, everything else kind of falls into place. And Jimmy and Bam were 10 of 14 in the first half. They didn't have a ton of free throws, but they were 10 of 14 in the first half. They pretty much got wherever they wanted um they weren't overpassing which is one of the issues that they typically have. Jimmy was 6 of 6 from the line in the game. They ended up combining for 38 points, 11 rebounds and 10 assists. Like and there were plus 42 combined. So like in just 54 combined minutes. So like if their two best players are playing like that, everything feeds off of it. So Yes, the Kelly insertion into the lineup, I think, helps. I think that it makes a lot of sense. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the bench because I think that's where it makes the most sense. It allows Spolster to put a coherent bench rotation together, I think, the one he wants. But it all starts with the fact, like, we were like, okay, when is Jimmy going to look like Jimmy? And I know it was against OKC, and this team is like three years away from being seriously competitive. But Jimmy looked like Jimmy tonight, Greg. I mean, that's – I mean, he looked like the guy we were used to in the finals. And if people were wondering, is it still in there? It's still in there.
2: Absolutely. And he can channel that at any moment. And I think that that's going to be an exercise that heat fans are going to have to endure all season. And that's just practicing patience, knowing that uh, he's going to have to pace himself heading towards the playoffs. It is a grind. We saw the heavy lifting he had to do. Um, as the roster is currently constructed, guess what? He's going to have to do that kind of heavy lifting again if they're going to advance as far as they did in uh the 2020 run. So um it, it's good to know he still has it in there. And um, I, I misspoke earlier about uh turnovers, and I just need to clarify it because it's an even better statistic. Bam and Jimmy combined for 10 assists and only one turnover, and then Tyler Hero eight assists and only two turnovers. So that just cleaning that up in itself, um, whatever Olenek did by inserting him in the lineup to make that work. Let's do that again.
0: Well, and the other thing is you mentioned turnovers. So this is where the numbers get skewed at the end of the game. Uh, Akpala had one Silva had three. Oh my God. So at least, four, at least, at least, I mean, Silva had three in five minutes. So at least Productive. four of the turnovers, right very productive four of the 14 turnovers at the very least uh, were garbage time turnovers so i mean to me they don't even count they they had 10 turnovers when it mattered they shot 47% from 3 57% overall uh, they were only 10 of 18 from the line but uh, didn't have a lot of offensive rebounds but they out rebounded them 47 to 38 so the numbers look like they should look and here's the other number that really jumps out 34 assists on 46 field goals that's the Heat offense from early yes. last season. Yeah. Okay. And and so and, and you had you had seven assists from Dragic, eight from Hero, six from no Jimmy, four from Bam, three from Duncan. Right. The ball popped tonight. We don't want to overrate this against this opponent, but like sometimes you just need a cleanup game. And one of the problems the Heat have had because they had the, st- the toughest strength of schedule in the league, they haven't really had an opportunity for just a game to clean it up. They needed it before Boston, and this thing's brutal through the end of January. They're not going to get a lot of these, so they needed to do it tonight. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the bench rotation because I actually think that this is as much about that, and it always is with Spolstra, as it is about the starting lineup. But before we do, I want to tell you about our friends over at Break wheelfix.com this is based in north miami our friend mark down there i'm pretty sure he's gonna have the vice wave colors before long because he's, he's already has the vice colors. So i gotta i gotta ask him about that but you gotta check this out if you want to anything you want to do with your wheels you can basically do that you can do the powder coating down there again they're a wheel repair and refinishing company located in north miami with 15 years of experience they fix the bent wheels the cracked wheels that are damaged on the sh- streets of south florida they got the fast turnaround times on most repairs they even offer the loner wheels when they fix or refinish the wheels so you can keep your car on the road without interruption if your wheels are faded or peeling you Brake Wheel fix offers complete refinishing back to factory standards or again if you're just bored they got to- this show is sponsored by better help what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day go for a run take a nap maybe check the stats of the latest miami heat game i've got a better idea to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat.
2: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited
0: time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
2: Single item at regular price.
0: Over 5,000 different finishes to customize the look of the wheels. They do have the vice. I'm going to ask them about the vice wave. I'm sure those are coming. They're not there yet. 305-748-0112. That's 305-748-0112. Or follow them on Instagram. Just check them out on Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, Yelp. They're everywhere. Youbreakwheelfix.com. Mention 5 Reasons Sports, and you get 15% off anything that you do with them. All right, let's get to this. And Brady wrote a piece about this about two weeks ago. I mean, Brady's kind of our resident soothsayer in the network. He seems to know what's coming, although he didn't have tonight's starting lineup right. But basically, he put out there the bench core four. And the bench core four makes a lot of sense. And I've talked a lot about and not saying this team's gonna go on a winning streak like this, but the 2012-2013 team took off when Spolster put Haslam in the starting lineup, took Miller out of the rotation, and basically decided to go every single game with the same four off the bench. It was Battier, it was uh, it was Ray Allen, it was Norris Cole. And it was Chris Anderson and they were out there every single game. And he did this thing where he put basically three minutes left in the first quarter. He took either LeBron or Dwayne out with the rest of the starting lineup, left one of them in with that core four, let him play for three minutes, then let him play for three minutes to start the second quarter with the other Miami heat perimeter superstar. He did this for three months. They won 27 straight games. Okay. I feel like that's Eric's comfort zone he doesn't want to play 10 11 12 guys. he doesn't want to shrink it to seven or eight it's nine that's the magic number for Eric allows him to have flexibility where in with this team he could put either Bam out there with him or Jimmy out there with him and flip it and that's what happened tonight and so Alex, I'll go to you on this you've got again Dragic, Achua they have natural chemistry. Bradley seems to fit in virtually every lineup um, that you could possibly put him in. And then Iguadala is a glue piece and seems to work really well with Bradley already. Do you think that's a, gr- I think this is as much about that as it is about getting Kelly into the starting lineup. I think it's about setting up this core four that these four guys know they're going to play
1: together all the time. You see, that's an interesting point by you. I hadn't thought about it that way, just because I think the bench to me was already so effective throughout these first few games. Like I thought that was the, you know, the, kind of one of the bright spots for the Heat is that the bench was still so good. Like, they were really, really good. And But I, I do like what you're saying, though, because I think Kelly is a guy that you can take out of that bench and it's still productive for, like you said. I, I It's interesting that he's at nine right now after we've seen him play so many guys. And like you said, that's what he, he goes to in the past. Uh, I, I'm interested to see if he's going to keep doing that for the, re- uh, for the rest of the regular season. Like, if he's just going to stick to the nine, if there's, you know, some nights going to be a 10th, maybe an 11th, you know, probably not an 11th. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if this is just going to be the permanent rotation going forward unless something happens in a trade. To me, the bench, it makes a lot of sense. Like, I think Iguodala and Bradley are essentially good rotation players for a winning team, but not essentially starters. Like, I wouldn't mind either of them starting in general in a vacuum. But I think the kind of mix that they have right now is what makes the most sense to, you know, get the most out of everybody. I think on defense – it makes a lot of sense to have you know Bradley Iguodala and Precious there coming off the bench and helping out Goron. Like Precious and Goron is really to me the the source of the bench offense. That that Goron Precious pick and roll. Whereas before it was kind of you know Kelly handoff to Goron, Kelly Gore. I mean a uh, Kelly Goron pick and roll. And so I think I think they have enough now. Like I think they they you can take Kelly away from that bench and still feel good about what you have. And I just think it brings a little bit more stability to both of the lineups that they have.
2: Yeah, tonight's bench lineup and going nine deep the way they did this felt like, like if Spolster had to identify a playoff lineup today, this would be it like this would be the lineup he would go within that he trusts most. Um, The thing that I will be watching as the season unfolds is that I just did not anticipate Andre Guadala having to be an everyday rotation player for an entire season. And I don't know. Um, who the player is that's going to fill that role? Because obviously, there's already been issues filling some roles in the starting lineup. Never mind the bench. And th- th- this is what's going to get weird if if we go through this regular season and Andre Iguodala continues to get those consistent minutes, um, mm-hmm. and KZ Akpala never gets that chance, it uh, it's going to raise eyebrows on like why is he not getting that opportunity? Because you would think that they would try to preserve Iggy and I know that right now they're probably getting their bearings straight so they're playing the veterans but at some point you would think they'd have to turn to the young guys and I'm hoping to see more of KZ uh or I mean I just don't know who else is going to fill that role
0: but but it's interesting that you say that Greg because I think this actually sets it up for KZ a little bit because I think basically what this signals is none Harkless and Leonard are becoming extra parts. And I think we talked about this on the last pod. So I think you kind of put the three of them to the side with Haslam and Silva. I think KZ becomes the wild card. I think KZ becomes the guy who you plug in, in this bench rotation when you want to give Iguadala a night off. I see, I, I think that's what he's actually setting up. And I think it's, you establish it with Iguadala, you get a comfort level. But then, you know, some nights it's just uh, Iggy's, you know, whatever. It's it's maintenance, okay? He's got a, he's got a hamstring issue. He's got this, or just you just want to give him a day off, and then you insert the young legs of Akpala, but you don't really disrupt the rest of the stuff that we're, you're doing. I mean, you you become a little less savvy, but more athletic at the stage of, of course, that I, I mean, Egwadala was an, was an athlete his first few years of his career, but he's not that now. I, I just I think it makes it easier, like. Again, when I looked at the bench rotation today, that's what struck me. It's not so – the starting lineup, like, yes, Bam can play with Kelly. They've played together before. Eric never seems to stick with Kelly all that long. So we'll see if he sticks with this against some of the better teams, the more physical teams, the teams that can expose Kelly a little defensively. But to me, this was really about establishing, like you said, Greg, kind of what their playoff lineup is going to look like, but mostly their playoff bench, their playoff – Eric values the bench as much as he values the starting lineup. He, you know what he does. If, if you, if there's a starter out, he did this during the whole big three era. He didn't plug Ray Allen into the starting lineup for Dwayne Wade. He plugged James Jones in, right. He plugged Mike Miller in because he didn't want to disrupt that core four on the bench. And so, I think that's what this is about. You've got natural chemistry with Achua and Dragic. Okay. It's perfect. Then you get Bradley and Iguodala who give you that defensive presence that you kind of were getting from Iguodala and Crowder last year. You can go three guards with it because you can leave hero on the floor with the two guards. If you want to, he did some of that tonight. You can also, you can flip the bigs because, you know, again, if, if, if Olenek comes out, precious comes in, becomes single big, but you can play precious with Kelly at times and slide down and play a little bit bigger. It really, it's funny because I was a little surprised guys because usually Crotty and Eric Reed don't do so much lineup rotation talk. And like, maybe it's because they were bored because (laughs) the game got out of control the third quarter, but it's all they were talking about. Crotty kept talking about Eric may have found his rotation. Like they're seeing the same thing we're seeing that Spolster has been searching And I think, like, this is the natural fit. Like, the starting lineup is fine. You're not going to get blown out with it, okay, like you were with Harkless. And then you get to the bench, and you've got a real advantage with those four guys with whichever guy from the starting lineup you keep in.
1: I think it's interesting what Leif said earlier because, uh, you know, like, Goron and Iguodala went into the last playoff run with so much time, you know, not playing basketball. And now they're both going to be a part of the rotation it seems like for all season. I mean, we knew Dragic was. I, I think what Leif was talking about more was Iguodala. And I'm interested to see, you know, what kind of effect that has on them in the playoffs to see if he's not going to be, you know, moving as well or any, something else that could happen, you know, injuries and things of that nature. Yeah. I'm, that's that's honestly, to me, something to k- kind of, you know, be concerned about a little bit, especially if you're going to be running nine. And again, like, I'm not really trying to just be like, okay, KZ, KZ, KZ. But I'm just saying like, no, but
2: who else it, is there? Like, exactly, that's, that's the thing. And like, um, you would just, this is where a Mo Harkless signing, as much as we've harped on it, you hope that it works, even if it yep. only works for three. Three weeks. If it works for five weeks, and you can get through, and like, uh, like you know, whether a couple months or or a road trip or whatever the case may be, like that's what you need to get out of some of these guys to get through the regular season. Because what we saw tonight were four guys on the bench that were a cohesive unit. They complemented the starting lineup. They were able to stagger Bam and Jimmy in ways that I think are uh, healthy for the roster. And um, that's what you want to get to in the playoffs. But they can't do that every single game leading up to. So um, they're gonna have to you know rely on depth
0: the the last piece and then we'll close here and i'm going to run over to the stream i think but like the last piece of this too is we have talked about andre Iguodala mostly as a contract right i think that's a little bit what you're getting at greg like if they make a trade iguodala and Olinic are the they're the big numbers to yeah. include to make a deal happen. A i back. mean not with to not- that
2: point i i i right. asked somebody about that And they brought up a really good point to me that with the Myers contract, the nine million dollars, that there was some sort that there was thinking that potentially that nine million dollars could be used in a in a trade, and because he's basically not playing, you're able to match salaries, and you're not going to be giving up a player that's contributing. So let's hope that that's what takes place <laughs> come trade deadline.
0: Well, because otherwise you're trading at this point, I mean, to make a trade happen, I mean, because again, we've talked about, do you want to give up Hero and Akpala and Precious and and all and, and maybe Duncan, okay? And all these like sort of core young pieces. But we talked about, okay, to make a deal work, it's basically Olenek and or Iguodala. And now it's like, if you make a trade, you're trading a starter. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you're <laughs> so trading you're your top a nine.
0: core... Right. You're trading a core bench guy. Like you're really gutting the whole damn and thing. More like, importantly, that's... Even,
1: like trading Iguodala and and Kelly and then getting no front court front court guys in return, I think, would be a real problem. <laughs> yeah. Like just because I think like yeah, right we're already, yeah, we're already talking about the hole at the four. Imagine if they didn't have Iguodala either, like somebody else who could defend there on the wing. Like they would be a real, real hole, I think. Especially with well, you know the, the play that is giving see- you.
0: Well, if you were to trade six or seven pieces, then you're talking about okay, then maybe, and Leonard's not one of them, or Harkless, you know, isn't one of them, likely isn't one of them. I mean, there's no reason for him to be one of them. Uh, Then you're or none. Then you're talking about those three guys going from having no role at all to suddenly being the replacement parts for everybody else that you traded. So that's again, we're focusing more today on the lineup and where they're going, but it's, it's really interesting. I mean, you're you're really talking about trading six of your top nine potentially, and you know, and maybe KZ and that's different from what we're expecting. All right, check out our sponsors, mybookie.ag. use the code five on the floor. And of course mention five reasons when you go to you break wheel fix, get your wheels redone. You get 15% off, check out the streams. Royals holding it down over there. We will be back tomorrow night.